0: To to Hoopin' from the line, here with your host Vanon, alongside my co-host Amity. What's going on, guys? So, Amity, man, uh, we're fresh off of a uh, game, and we just watched, we finished watching game three right now, just an hour ago. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on it right now, man? What did I tell you last week? Okay, that's true too, but uh, you think it's going to be sweet? I mean, obviously, I'm
1: completely wrong here. <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, I said last week that it's going to be done in five, but... Doesn't doesn't I, look. Like I, I think it.
0: the Cavs are gonna cave in. To be honest, I think yeah. this is, I think the next next game.
1: It looks like it's gonna end on Friday. Yeah, it's ending for sure. Be sure to sure. tune sure. in on Friday, guys, when there's a sweep and we talk about the finals. <laughs> yeah, but like I mean,
0: how do you look at this series and not feel bad for LeBron James? I mean, looking at Game
1: One right now, he dropped fifty-one in Game One. Mm-hmm. Fifty-one eight and eight. This never happened when uh, a player's dropped over fifty points and they actually lost the game. It's yeah. Never happened before.
0: Yeah. Yeah, especially in the finals, I think there's a, I think that was a fifth high scoring performance, mm-hmm. and they lost. I mean, okay, give me your thoughts here. I mean, ga- looking at game one, which I personally feel the Cavaliers should have won. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about the call turnover that we had—the one with like the LeBron getting a charge and then like they overruled the charge. And, and then called KD block. had the two shots. Do you think that was? Do you think that was the right call?
1: That was the incorrect call. Yeah.
0: Do you think it was incorrect call? Yeah. Uh. Well, I, personally, I think they got the call right because you were allowed to, like, go to the... I think you're allowed to go and review the play. But only if you think that the player was in the restricted area. Which he right? wasn't. He, well, he wasn't. I'm pretty sure yeah, no, he... he was, was right in, outside the restricted yeah, area. Yeah, he, he was outside, yeah, yeah. And he was convincingly outside too, yeah. uh, right? So, like, that, that sort of... I feel like they intentionally went to do the review because I think they... I think they realized they messed up the call because it, it looked like a block to me. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the way how they went to the uh, went to the reviewing board and tried reviewing the play, I feel like the like it was pretty obvious LeBron wasn't in the restricted area. Yeah, easily. you know what I'm saying? Easily. Yeah, so I feel like they just kind of like just they did some. Inc- it was like a horrible call in the sense where I think they purposely went and just said randomly that they couldn't see him mm-hmm. when it was conv- it was pretty obvious he was there to review the call. And just to overrule it, because I think they realized it messed up and it should have been a blocking foul. Okay. Right? Okay. But, like, in that sense, I feel that it was just... That there was, like... I mean, everything went wrong in that game towards the end. I mean, you had, like, um, George Hill's missed free throw. Mm-hmm. You had the J.R. Smith blunder, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what do you? what's your thoughts on this, man? What's your thoughts on this?
1: Well, I mean, despite George Hill missing the free throw, which he should have made, considering mm-hmm. he's, what, 80% from the yeah, line? 81%, yeah. Right? And then Jay Har should have gone back up for the... For the layup but he mm-hmm. didn't mm-hmm. um you still can't you still can't explain how lebron didn't show up in the in the overtime like i mean he's the-
0: exhausted man 51 points like i, I like i mean the goal outscored out scored 17 to 7 in the at overtime mm-hmm. and like you could just tell like the cavaliers near to win that game in regulation
1: you you can tell, especially after the play, how upset LeBron was. And uh oh, did you see the video? Oh yeah,
0: the the one that went viral.
1: Yeah, the the second, the second angle yeah, on the bench. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Did you did you do you think that um, like he should have been a little bit more encouraging, or do you think his reaction was validated?
1: I mean, if I'm in the same situation as him, I'd have the same reaction. But oh. considering the type of role that he plays for the team, as the leader of the team, he can't do that. Especially yeah. when they still have a chance to win in overtime. It's mm. not like the game was over at that point. Right,
0: right. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you told LeBron to. If you you're like in overtime, scores tied, I think he'd probably take that, right? Mm-hmm. overtime. But I guess like, I mean, look at what it took to get to overtime, right? I mean, I mean, he put off a superhuman performance, man. Yeah, it's he, ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, obviously, he didn't even want to look at Jerris Smith's face. I mean, looking at that video, he didn't even want to look at his face, man. Like, he, it's, he uh, didn't look at him. Yeah, Jerris Smith, man. That guy turned into a meme overnight, and no one's gonna ever forget that. Yeah. I mean, game two. The uh, I mean, game two was pretty close too, to some degree as well. Um, until like Steph Curry just went off nine threes NBA Finals
1: record. I, uh, I think you're wrong there. I think game th- two was never close. I don't really? think I don't think um the Cavs even got within five in the entire primary yeah, of the I, game. I think the closest they got to was uh, seven. seven, Yeah. yeah seven. So like there was never a game there.
0: That's true too. But it felt like yeah. I guess you're kind of right. Like it always felt like like even though they were closing into single digits all the time, it just didn't feel like Cavs was gonna get that.
1: Like okay, get over the Cleveland would close into like single digits, right? They close in within seven. Next, next play right off the right off the inbound, Clay Thompson makes a shot or Kevin Durant makes a shot, yeah. Silences everyone. And, uh, the so- like, shocking
0: part was Clay Thompson was actually like, like yeah, I mean, he was playing with an injured in- ankle, basically. Exactly. Right? So, uh, yeah, he pulled it through, he toughed out, and uh, he helped his team out. Uh, Levinson and McGee were like the highlight stories too, yeah. there, right? They haven't, they haven't missed a single shot mm-hmm. and uh, and like all of like regulation, I think. Yeah, they didn't miss a single shot the whole game in that whole game, yeah. And I think even game one, they didn't miss a single shot either. I think it was some crazy stats. They, they missed a shot finally in game three. Right, I um, mean, he had ten points from Livingston in Game Two and twelve points from McGee. Mm-hmm. Good energy off the bench, yep. right away from those two players. And KD had twenty six points. Uh, game one, Katie looked like he didn't want any part of LeBron. Nope. And uh, like he I got
1: twenty six points in Game One, but they weren't great shots. And yeah, he took too many for, attempts. I think he
0: went eight for twenty two, and then like Game Two, they went. He went uh, ten for fourteen. So yeah, very efficient. Very very efficient,
1: yeah. especially last this game today. Yeah, was very this efficient.
0: Team, yeah, yeah. So we're moving on to Game Three. We had KD scoring forty three points, and LeBron had triple double uh Cavs led by 13 and uh I think the thing I think the thing the Cavaliers did well was the first two games they controlled the the onslaught of goal, of the Golden State Warriors like in the third quarter like you know normally the third quarter is the Warriors quarter yeah yeah and uh they were able to keep them both in check mm-hmm. um both games yeah right uh game 3 came and the Warriors finally broke through did they what they're the expected quarter. to do. Yeah, they won the third quarter finally. And like even though Steph Curry and Klay Thompson started the game off horribly, um it just goes to show the the luxury the Warriors have. Like even though both the their two one of their two other four best players were playing pretty bad mm-hmm. with Klay and Steph, mm-hmm. you still got KD 43 points. Uh, Dude, the, the Warriors' big...
1: second in scoring was JaVale McGee. Yeah. At one point, it was Kevin Durant, JaVale yeah. McGee, and Jordan Bell. You're right, the right, top right. three scorers. Uh, Jordan
0: team. Bell, I think he had like a 10.10 10 rebound game or something like that. And was... I called it. like Jordan yeah. Bell would have a pretty good game. Yeah. And eventually won these series as well. So he pulled through in that as well. Uh, Kevin Durant had the biggest shot of the game towards the end. The deep three-pointer. Mm-hmm. Um, Put him up by six. I mean, KD, man. Put him up by he six 49 again. seconds same, left in the game. Like... Same place. Same shot, same game. Further back. Further back. Of course, this time it was against Rodney Hood. And uh, speaking of Rodney Hood, uh, they finally decided to put him back and try him out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess they were desperate. They had to get a win. Otherwise, if they lost this game, which they eventually did, I mean, they had to get something, though, right? They had to try something new. Might as well. Uh, they shoved Rodney, Rodney Hood into the playoffs. As you already know, uh, Rodney Hood was. I think he didn't want to come into the game against the Raptors in the Raptors series. Mm-hmm. So I think they um, limited his playing time. He wasn't playing at all. Uh, There's some games he was just like DNP'd some games as well.
1: I think this was like his third game in the and fi- the playoffs.
0: Third game. To actually so, have I think, like... I think since the Raptors series, yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure, pretty sure, yeah, since the Raptors series. And, uh, I mean, he gave 26 minutes, 15 points, 6 rebounds.
1: What more can you expect from him? You can't That's expect more than, more than enough.
0: And, and I feel, and I feel, I feel that Tyron Lou messed up, man. I think he should have put Tyron, I, th- I think he should have put um Rodney Hood into <laughs> the lineup. I think he should have played him way more. I think he would have earlier on like, in the series. Yeah, yeah. Game one and two, he would have provided some spark. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he's been averaging what, 16, 16, 17 points anyway when he was with the Jazz. All of a sudden he comes here and they just completely just lock him down, right? There,
1: there's a lot of players that were averaging much better. Look at Jordan Clarkson, right, Larry right. Nance.
0: Yeah, right, right. But uh, but I think about Rodney Hood, Like he performed, right? They gave him a chance. He stood out. Um, Looking back, if, if this ends up being a sweep, you're going to look back at the series and wonder, like, should they have played Rodney Hood?
1: I think they should have. What do you think? I mean they could have but it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference. If you look at, if you look at game 3 tonight, right? Everyone on the Cleveland Cavaliers give you what you expected to give them, and even more. Like, Rodney Hood gave you more than you expected. J.R. Mm-hmm. Smith put up 13, which is, considering what he was playing in the in the other series, yeah. is more than you expected. Kevin Love is 20 and 10 is what you expect, which that's what he gave you. LeBron, like, right here, LeBron has to be giving you 40 a night. Today, he gave you 32, right? Yeah. 32 with a triple-double. Right, right, 33, yeah. Like, 33 he needs to give you an extra yeah. 10 points because you don't, you don't have anyone else coming off the bench that's going to actually give you that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, speaking of the 30-point game that LeBron had, he passed Jordan as well for the most all-time playoff games. Mm-hmm. 30, playoff, 30-plus 30 points games in playoffs. Yeah, it's, uh what's 110?
1: 109?
0: Yeah. Some, uh, yeah, I I think it's 109. Yeah, 109. 109? 109. Jordan's 108, and Kobe had 88. Um, yeah. I mean, does this uh, further solidify the his little GOAT argument that people are always giving him?
1: How many extra games did he play? What, 58? Yeah, it took him 58 extra sub- games to like do that, this. Something like that. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. True too. Think and about like, how many how many uh like runs that is.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true too. That's true too. I mean, um, like obviously this doesn't solidify his goal argument, but this is like another statistical achievement that LeBron has.
1: Yeah, another under, one, under one under that he surpasses. Belt. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I mean, by the time this his career ends, he's probably gonna have all the statistical achievements possible. He'll probably
1: right? beat uh, Kareem in uh, terms of points as well.
0: Uh, I I don't know about that still. You never know. I felt like Kobe almost had a chance to do that too before the injury happened. Mm-hmm. And it was looking pretty good for him as well. But uh, you never know with injuries. But the way how LeBron's been playing, man, I feel like he's one major injury away from like decimating the Did whole you see career.
1: that play earlier today when he was going up uh, for a layup against Bell and then he landed on his right, right leg on right, his ankle? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I saw and then that. he was just stretching it out?
0: The thing is, when you're playing a guy almost 48 minutes a game, which they are, they're playing him full minutes. They're playing him like almost the entire game. Um, it just goes to show the like the whole thought process like like one injury and I think your whole career is done with, with playing that many minutes the amount of minutes he's logging in at this age uh, in his what fifteenth season right now mm-hmm. like it's just way too many minutes but, but the thing is you have no choice oh well, no no of course you have no choice that's
1: why after this year everyone knows he's probably gonna move and wherever he goes then he can limit he's, his minutes you think he has a mind made up
0: definitely he's definitely yeah, there's no way he's staying he's right? really.
1: Honestly, it would be the worst decision if he was to stay. It's a really stupid decision. Yeah,
0: true. There's gonna be a lot of his free agency is gonna be pretty wild this year. There's a lot like, of
1: good contenders for that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, one of the contenders, the 76 Sixers. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a good segue to move on to the Brian Colangelo and we had going on this week. Yeah. Um, did you hear about this incident?
1: Yeah, I heard vaguely about it. It was about him uh, making these fake Twitter accounts, right? Right,
0: right. He had like five like Twitter accounts he made, those, those fake Twitter accounts, and they like leaked. Uh. Um, info and uh, desk players like uh, Markel Fultz, uh, J- uh, Jaleel Okafor and Nerlin Knowles which got traded obviously those two guys mm-hmm. got traded and uh, he was also uh, hating on Joel Embiid as well um, and also there's a lot of hate on Sam Hinkie, who's uh, the creator of the whole process that they had going on in the 76ers yep. and um, like, what's your thoughts on this like all these fake Twitter accounts coming out and like all these like because all the, in- the information that came up are information they're like really personal information like medical records and whatnot yeah and um, those are only t- those are only type of information that you only have from an insider that's mm-hmm. in the organization mm-hmm. what's your thoughts on this
1: well I mean I heard that there's speculation that he did wasn't even the one responsible that was his wife that was responsible right right,
0: right. it came up as like yeah one of his wives because um, I think during the investigation what they found out was that the when you have to make a recovery account and uh, usually the ver- verification code goes to your phone yeah the last they show the last two digits which was nine one And those are the last two digits, coincidentally, of his wife's uh, number as well. Mm -hmm. So it's looking like the three out of the five uh, burner accounts or whatever those fake Twitter accounts he made are linked to his wife's number. There's a high chance of that. It's too big of a coincidence for it not to be. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, like, see, the ringer said, okay, they set up a trap for him. They initially said that they found three accounts, I believe, two or three accounts. And uh, they initially thought that those are the only fake Twitter accounts running around, but they were looking at all five accounts at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right? Right when the news came out that the two or three Twitter accounts, they uh, could be like someone from an insider, 76ers organization, insider, all five of them got privated. They weren't public anymore.
1: So it's just a little so they, too coincidental. Yeah, yeah,
0: The all five, because they had eyes on all five of them, but they only talked about the two or three because they wanted to see what happens to the other ones that they didn't talk about and all five of them coincidentally went privated. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean... Like you're looking at all this drama that's being created. I mean, right now the 76ers are fresh off of the what they had a third seed this uh this season in the Eastern Conference, uh got eliminated in the seconds uh, in the second round, but the future's looking bright for the 76ers, Yeah, and they're probably one key player away from being champion contenders like for the LeBron. next ten years. Yeah. Like, uh, like yeah, exactly. LeBron, the thing about LeBron might go to the 76ers. And if you're a free agent player right now, with this whole drama that's going going on in the 76ers organization. Um, this creates a lot of tension as well, Mm -hmm. right? Because if you're a player, you probably don't want to go into that sort of environment, right?
1: Especially a player like LeBron, who's always had to... Whenever he was in Cleveland with Dan Gilbert, he has to deal with terrible management, terrible ownership. Why would he want to go back to that?
0: Right, yeah. And, uh, like, if you think about it, it's not just LeBron, obviously. Every... Player that's going to be in any valuable free agent. Valuable free agent yeah, because yeah, the San are going to be a pretty hard, mar- hard market as well for them because they got a they got a whole max space available to sign up a max player, and they're probably one player away from just like going to the finals for like the next ten years anyway. Especially coming out of the East. Right, right. So like, I mean, like, what do you think? Do you think he should keep his job?
1: I mean, I st- I believe in that you're innocent until proven guilty. I mean, if they can find concrete evidence that links him. To These fake Twitter accounts and whatever the information he was leaking is confidential and it goes against breaches terms of service of their agreements for the first position, then definitely he should lose his job. But if that's not proven, then there's nothing that they should do about it.
0: But the issue with this whole incident is that the fact that Brian Colangelo's name actually got broadened up in this whole um, debacle kind of just shows that like. You got you need like the suspicion is already on him. Even mm-hmm. if he gets proven innocent and like he is innocent, I guess right. Then like suppose even if it's his wife, mm-hmm. that's still his wife though. Right? And he was
1: probably the one supplying the information. Yeah, to her. exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: So like regardless, like these are inside information that shouldn't be going out. Yeah, the sentences are already contemplating um firing him anyway. They gotta with the 76ers they gotta make a decision they gotta make it fast because free agency is coming up all the stuff is coming up the, the draft is coming yeah, up they, as gotta, well. they should do it before the draft yeah ends, they should yeah. do it they should do it quickly this is like something they got. you gotta get done by like the end of this week or the next week at least yep. right, or at the beginning of next week you gotta figure this stuff out because if this goes on for too long uh, this might create a disinterest within the organization and on top of that um, if you're Joel Embiid, he said he doesn't believe whatever whatever was on those Twitter accounts, mm-hmm. and he had he a lot of fun around with it, joking around with it. But if you're Joel Embiid, uh, uh, like how could you trust and how could you trust someone like that, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's all gonna be at the back of your head. Yeah. Right. So they gotta figure out. They gotta get to the bottom of this like as soon as they can. Um, I mean, Colangelo is saying someone's out to get him. You know, but I, mean, I mean, he has
1: denied that they're not his accounts. If he I'm him, I might be
0: denying it too. If, it, if that was me, though, I mean, oh, we, yeah, already yeah, yeah. The, we already had the Katie incident, yeah, right with these burner accounts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never understood what's the point of like a 52 year old, 53 year old guy having burner accounts. Like, what does he get out of that? I'm guessing he probably must be jealous of Sam hinkey because they've like Joel and Bead has accepted the process, and like a lot of people are all about the trust the process. Like, they love Sam Hinky there, even though he's gone now. Mm-hmm. Um, they appreciate his work now looking back it's now it's starting it. to pay off yeah exactly yeah. right so i think this it's created like a little whole like like it's created like a culture of like it's either brian colangelo versus sam Hinkie, and obviously i think you're going for sam hinky right i think he's he's a more like entertaining guy to like support and stuff because the Francisco are at the position they are because of what sam hinky did yeah right
1: but i don't i don't think you should applaud that i think that's worse for the nba yeah. now look at all these teams that are tanking because they're gonna look at the process that sam hinky started
0: right yeah that's true too now every team's tanking now yeah which is not
1: fun and which is you're seeing the same four teams in the finals every year like it's pretty stupid
0: yeah exactly um but yeah we'll figure out what happens with brian colangelo's here. hopefully they figure this out soon mm-hmm. anyways um that was that was our podcast from hooping from the line here uh comment like subscribe to our videos uh, on top of that let us know like what do you think what do you think is going to happen with LeBron and his free agencies uh, we're probably going to be talking about this later on in, so, in another podcast about all the whole free agency d- debates and uh, what's going to happen where where we think each player is going to land so give us your thoughts down below and give us your thoughts on Brian Colangelo should he keep his job I don't know I personally don't think he should I mean I already think he's an instant man until proven guilty but it is what it is we'll figure that out later on thanks for tuning in to Hoopin from the Line I'm your co-host Brant and I'm Deep. and thanks for listening to us see you guys next week.